Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. The truth is that you may not see Him before the need, but when the need comes, He's there. He's just there at the nick of time. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't see him before they got into the fire. But when they got into the fire, they found him in the fire. He's always there. He's never going to let you on your own. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, quickly. Do more do I have you in house this morning? Now, faith is. Now. Faith, as we started last week on the laws of faith, and I want you to please listen very hard. You know you can listen hard. You can listen very hard. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. It says let him that have ears, let him hear, because it's possible to have ears and not hear with them. Hearing is not automatic. Hearing must be deliberate. The Bible says, if your life is hid in Christ and with God, it says, therefore, tune your heart to heaven where Christ is. You can tune your ears. Proverbs chapter 1 says, my son, tune your ears to my saints. Hear what I'm saying. I want you to listen to me very hard this morning because your life may depend on it. And if not your life, the life of someone you know may depend on it. The faith that you build today, even if it doesn't benefit you personally, may be of an emergency to someone that you know. The Bible says, now, put it on the screen, media, now faith is, it says. Now, faith is. The Bible puts faith in between two words that connotes the present. Now, faith is. You see, faith is not the future. Faith is now. Faith is now. Hope is the future. Hope says it will be done. Faith says it is done. I'm healed already. Hope says I will be healed. Faith says I am healed. Hope says I will be blessed. Faith says I am now, right now. Now faith is. We don't do more to say next. Is the substance of things. Substance of things. Hope for. The evidence of things and not seen. And the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence, is the substance. You see, that's why I said last Sunday that you can't have faith without hope. If a case is hopeless, then you can't have faith. Sometimes what we have to do first is to inject you with hope. Just have hope. Things will change. Things will be like this forever. See, sometimes we, all we can do is to inject people with hope. Don't worry. You're not going to die like this. You're not going to die like this. But hope does not heal. It is faith that heals. Are you following me this morning? Yes, sir. There's a sound in this speaker. It's, it's vibrating. Uncle Joe, help me with it. I'm getting the vibration. Okay? Faith is now. 
faith is not the future. It is done already. Do you know that God has already done everything he's going to ever do about your health? When he laid on the cross that day and he died, he paid the price for your healing. When he laid on the cross that day and, you, and he died, he paid the price for your salvation. Jesus is not going to come and save you. Faith does not move God. God has already moved. Faith moves us to receive that which God already made provision for. The Bible says now faith is. I want you to please listen very closely. Don't allow any distraction. Like I said, your life could be hanging on this. Last week I said, number one, faith does what? Comes by hearing. That's the first law. You don't pray for faith. You don't fast for faith. What do you do for faith? You hear for faith. That's why hearing is critical. You hear for faith. Faith doesn't come by prophecy. Faith doesn't come by impartation. Faith comes by hearing. Number two, I said faith like a seed has to be planted. Planted long before you need it. You have to plant faith in your heart long before you need it. When are you going to plant faith concerning your children that are yet unborn? Now. Now is to gather. That's when you gather scriptures. Gather scriptures. You cannot use Bible to correct a child. You cannot use Bible to raise. You cannot use Bible. No, it's too late. You have words in your mouth from the scriptures. There are scriptures concerning your old age. Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? There is a scripture concerning your old age. The Bible says, as your years are, so will be what? Your strength. That's a scripture concerning your old age. That means in your old age, you are not going to be shivering with, you know, rheumatism and, and um, arthritis and all those things they call old people's sicknesses. As your days are, so will be your strength. If you stay long enough in SLC, you will see me jumping and bouncing like this at age 60. Trust me. You will know I wrote it down. As your days are. The Bible says that your children will sit around your table. Did he say that? Did he say that? Yes. He said they will be like arrows in your hands. That's your children. He says you will, they will speak with the enemy at the gate. Is that your children? Yes. You will not give back to non-entities. You will not give back to imbecile. You will not give back to children that you will be afraid. You will be hiding so nobody will see them. That's the scripture concerning your children. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and does what? That's the scripture concerning your prosperity. That you will not use your money to be doing surgery and curing illness and diseases. Because it's going to bless you, make you rich and there will be no sorrow added to it. Now is the time to begin to plan this world. Please, you have to approach God's word as a student of the world. I only hope and pray and believe that you are listening to me this morning. Satan will come. I am not crossing you. He will come. The Bible says he left Jesus seeking for another opportune time. He will always try to come against your finance, try to come against your health, try to come against your children. You must have harmed yourself with enough scriptures. To use against him when he comes. Plant faith before you need it. Number three, faith is planted and released with what? Words. Words. If you look at verse three of Hebrews chapter one, help me the more. Verse three, Hebrews. Through faith. Through faith. We understand that the worlds we were framed. Understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the Bible says, through faith, we understand that this world was framed by the word of God. Yes. Continue. 
so that things which are seen were not Say made that things which are seen were not made so the things that we see these things that we see in the world today were not made by things that eyes can see the visible world was made with or by an invisible world the visible world that we see today is made by an invisible world John chapter 1 it says with him, if you look just the one verse one to three, it says, By him was everything made, and there was nothing made that was made without him. Without him, he made it. Verse three says, we, he, God made everything with his word. The same word he made. God made everything with his word. And that was the fourth thing he did when he created them. He blessed it and with his word. Words are critical. Words are important. John chapter 6, verse 63. The Bible says, The words that I speak to you. Jesus speaking to disciples is a spirit and a life. The words that I speak, the words that I speak are spirit and life. Words are either life or death. Words can connect or communicate life and words can communicate or connect death. Words are powerful. In fact, when God made Adam, the first expression of Adam's dominion was that God said he was going to name animals. That was the first expression of his dominion. Words. Bible said God was bringing animals to all living creatures to see what he was going to name them. He said, this is lion. That was expression of dominion. He was using his words. Bible says, and everything Adam named them, whatsoever he named them, that is what their names will be. Powerful. Words are powerful. Romans chapter 18 says, life and death. Is it what it says? Life and death are where? Answer me, church. Life and death are in the power of where? Are you sure that the Bible did not even say life and death are in the power of Satan? Life and death, it says, and the power of the tongue. It says, I place before you life and death. Choose life that you may live. If you choose life, you will live. So you have opportunity to choose between life and death. There is no middle ground. You either choose life or you choose death. You can't choose nothing. You either choose life or you choose death. You are either saying life or you are saying death. Please follow me closely. You can't stay in the middle ground. You can't say I'm not saying anything. And if you are seeing more death in your life than life, somebody has been speaking more death than life. If there's more death in your body than life, more death in your finance than life, more death in your health than life, more death in your marriage than life, somebody in whose tongue there's the power of life and death has been speaking death than life. You can say, but pastor, I didn't speak death. So where did death come from? Let me show you how death comes when you don't speak death. I was driving to my office some years ago and the Lord was teaching me on how to speak life. And I was tired of having to speak life every day. I do it every morning, 6 a.m. when I wake you up to pray. I said, begin to speak concerning your day. Do I do that every morning? Yes, begin to speak concerning your day. Say this, say that. Why am I asking to say that? Because I know. I was driving to my office. And I said, God, must I speak life? What if I keep quiet? I don't speak life. And I don't speak death. I just live my life straight. And God says, Fantastic. Great. I said, what do you mean? He said, what are you doing now? I said, I'm driving to the office. 
say, can you take your hands off your steering? Don't turn right and don't turn left. Just drive on. I say, God, this car is going to run right into the ditch. God says, yes. That's what happens if you don't speak life. The circumstances of the world will usher your life into death. Not speaking life it was, is to have spoken death. Not choosing life is choosing death. And that's why if you find cancer in your body, God forbid, it was because even though you didn't speak cancer, you were not speaking life. There's no middle ground. You have to choose one. You have to speak what God says. To build faith, you have to say the things that God said. And that's why God had to practically lure Abraham into saying his words. I'm going to show you a scripture this morning. I'm sure you may not have seen like this before. God promised Abraham a child. How long does it take God to fulfill his promise? How long? Almighty God. How long does it take him to fulfill his promise? But for 25 years, God promised Adam a child through Sarah and he didn't have it. Let me show you why. Genesis chapter 15. Look, we're going to read from verse 1 to 6 for me. Genesis 15, verse 1 to 6. What does it say? After these things, after these things, the word of the Lord came Lord, unto Abraham in a yes, vision, saying, yes. Fear not, Abraham. Yes. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Yes. And Abraham said, and Abraham Lord said, God, yes. what wilt thou give me? Yes. Seeing I go childless. He says, Seeing I go childless. What will you give me? Seeing I go childless. So what Abraham was seeing was what? Childlessness. And as far as you can see, you are going to get what? Exactly that. Seeing I go childless. God said what? Is that what you have been seeing? Give me verse 3 quickly. And Abraham said, yes. Behold, to, me, to yes. me, yes, thou hast given no seed. Yes. And lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Yes. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, yes. This shall not be thine heir. Yes. But he that shall come forth out of thine own boil shall be thine heir. Yes. And he brought him forth abroad and he said, He brought him forth abroad and said, What? Look. Look now towards heaven and tell the stars. So because he was seeing himself childless, God wanted to counter what he was seeing. Because the image of childlessness was already registered in the heart of Abraham. I am going childless. Faith sees that which is invisible. The Bible says why we look not at the things that can be seen. For the things that can be seen are temporal. It says faith is the evidence of what is not what? Sin. But Abraham says sin. I go childless. He vocalized his barrenness. It is your words that give power to your thoughts. The Bible says, take no thoughts. Say it. What shall we eat? Take. Take no thoughts. Say it. We didn't know your thoughts until you said it. What shall we eat? What shall we do? Take no thoughts. Don't take the thoughts that come into your heart and give power to it by saying it. Abraham says, say it. I go childless. Next verse, what does it say? Genesis verse 6. And he believed in the Lord. And he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. And so when you look at that scripture, some people say, okay, yes, Abraham believed. But Abraham believed but said nothing. You see, he already uttered his barrenness, but did he utter his fruitfulness? And so even though God said it, 
and he believed it, it still didn't come to pass. Why? He said nothing about it. Let me show you next scripture quickly. Same Genesis chapter 17. We're going to read verse 1 to verse 6. Genesis. And when Abraham was 90 years old. When Abraham was 90 years old. 19 years old and 9. Yes. The Lord appeared to Abraham. Yes. And said unto him. Yes. I am the almighty God. Yes. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Yes. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. So you have to understand that God promised him at age 75. Now he was 99. How many years is that? 24 years. Of believing. Believing something else. Seeing something else. Believing something else. Seeing something else. Bible says, it was 99. God says, I'll make my covenant with you and with, the, with, with, thy, with thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Give me verse 3. What does it say, verse 3? And Abraham fell on his face. Yes. And God talked with him, saying, yes. As for me, as for behold, me. my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father so of God many nations. God said, Look, my own side of this deal has been fulfilled. As for me. What do you know, as for me? Eh? On my own side, my covenant is with you. And I will make you a father of many. You see, I have wanted. My side was settled. Next verse, verse five. Neither shall thy name Neither be shall thy called name. Abraham. Yes, yes. A name shall be Abraham. Your name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations, how have I made? Thee? Have I made thee? For twenty-four years, Abraham believed God, but never said it. So now God lured him into it. So everywhere Abraham went, what is your name? My name is father of many nations. My name is father of many nations. At age 99, God lured Abraham to begin to confess what God was saying. Because in the mouth of at least two witnesses, is a word established. A word is not established in the mouth of God alone. Even though he is God. It has to be established in the mouth of God and in the mouth of him who he promised. To be established in his life. And so God lured him at age 99. Genesis chapter 21. Verse 5. 21. Verse 5. What does it say? And Abraham was a hundred years old. Yes. When his son Isaac was born unto How him. How many years did it take him to have a child? From the time he started confessing? One year. What he couldn't have for 24 years. A promise that was alive. A promise that was spoken. A promise that was declared. Hanged in the spirit for 24 years. Because the person to whom it was being spoken did not agree in words. I was to say, Abraham, at age 100, became a father of Isaac. <laughs> Mark 11 verse 22 so you're going to help me do more this morning I'm going to rush this Mark 11 22 to 24 so what we're going to do is I'm going to dwell between Mark 11 and Mark chapter 5 we're going back and forth back and forth I'm going to rush this and Jesus answering said unto them yes have faith in God have faith in God for verily I say unto you verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this whosoever mountain, shall say somebody say I'm a whosoever so what does it mean to be whosoever anybody there are no exclusivities to this thing. If you walked in the mouth of Pastor Philip, then he can walk in my mouth. That's why it's a law. You see, a law does not discriminate personalities. Maybe except in our country, but really, law, normal law. It's in our country that somebody that even contest at all. 
can become the flag bearer of a party. And the Supreme Court will stamp that. Thank God God's not the Supreme Court. He's the Supreme God. The Bible says, whosoever, whosoever. Someone say, I'm a whosoever. Say, I'm a whosoever. So when Jesus says, whosoever, help me do what I say next. Be thou removed and be cast into the cast sea. Cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in shall his heart. Shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which shall he said. Shall believe the things that he said. Shall come to he pass. He will have whatsoever, whatsoever he, he says. You see, you don't have whatsoever you pray. You have whatsoever you say. A lot of people are canceling their praying with their saying. And so haven't spent hours praying over something, you get up off your knees and the next thing you say is absolutely opposite what you were praying. You would have whatsoever you say. Say three times I told you last Sunday appeared in this verse. Because sometimes you may have to say it and say it and after you have done saying it, say it again and again and again and say it again and again before your heart catches up with your mouth. Sometimes the circumstances around your life does not look like it. And it takes a lot of courage to keep saying what you are saying in your spirit. The Bible says, Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope. You see, because there was nothing hopeful about his situation with Sarah. He kept saying, you have to keep saying, I am Abraham, 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 I am Abraham. Mary, sorry, Sarah had passed the menopause. I told you last two Sundays. There's menopause, there's menostop, and there's menospoil. Then there's menotilo. <laughs> Sarah was 90 years old. Who against all? Bible says it did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Kept saying, I am Abraham. God, you are, you are Sarah. You are the mother of nations. God, our mother. This is a woman who had no child. Kept calling her a mother. Mark chapter 5. So this is a long read. Mark chapter 5, verse 21. Do more. You're going to read all through 21, straight to 43 in the long stretch. Mark 5. 21 to 43, yes. And when Jesus was passed over again by sheep unto the other side, yeah. much people gathered unto him, yeah. and he was nigh unto the sea. Yeah. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had been had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garments. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt it in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, yes. turned about in the press and said, yes. Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. 
go in peace and be whole of thy playmate. When he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as, he, as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult and them that wept and wailed greatly. And he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Mm -hmm. And laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him, and entered into, in where the damsel was lying. Mm -hmm. And took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, mm -hmm. Talita kumi, mm -hmm. which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Mm -hmm. And straight away the damsel arose and walked, mm -hmm. for she was of the age of twelve years. Mm -hmm. And they were astonished with great astonishment. Mm -hmm. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it. And commanded that something should be given her to eat. So this entire passage, for me, is one of the strongest faith passages in the entire of the New Testament. And this morning I'm going to bring out seven keys about speaking from this passage. I want you to understand that Jesus will meet you at the point of your faith. I love Jesus. You see why I love Jesus? He doesn't force you. He allows you to grow. He meets you at the point of your faith. You're going for medications. He said, Pastor, please pray for me. I'm going for a surgery. I believe God for success in the surgery. Jesus meets you at that point of your faith. He said, Pastor, even though I've been diagnosed for a surgery, I don't want a surgery. I refuse it in the name of Jesus. Jesus meets you at the point of your faith. There was a man who was a centurion man. Jesus was going to go to his house to pray for his servant. He says, don't come into my house. Just speak the word. Jesus said, wow, great faith. Met him at the point of his faith. Jairus came and said, please, come into my house. Come and lay hands on my child. The Bible says, Jesus Christ went with him. Met him at the point of his faith. The woman of the issue of blood didn't even say anything to Jesus. He just wanted to steal our own miracle from Jesus. And Jesus met her at the point of her faith. You see, no matter what level you are this morning, Jesus is able to meet you at the point of your faith. Number one key you must know about speaking is that you must speak first. Number one, speak first. Don't wait till you believe it. Don't wait till you believe it. Speak first. Say it first. You may sound foolish. You may sound unrealistic. You may sound like you are building castles in the air. But say it. Say it. Say it. Keep saying it. Your heart will catch up with it in belief. That's the first thing. A lot of believers do not believe because they are waiting for us to believe before they say it. And on the contrary, it is saying it that puts faith in your heart. The Bible says this word that we preach is now unto thee in your mouth and in your heart. In your mouth and in your heart. Number one, say it first. Number two, say it out loud. Say it out loud. Mark chapter 11, verse 14. Help me do more. Mark 11, verse 14. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man, eat fruit of thee hereafter, forever. And what happened? And his disciples heard it. They heard it. Jesus said it. And people heard it. Jesus said it. Daniel said it. Come and heal my daughter. People heard it. 
If you can't say it out, then you don't believe it. Some of us are saying it in our mind. We don't want to say it out so that people will not be able to hold us accountable for what we said. And you are not going to see it if you don't say it. The first meeting I ever heard in my life, I said in that meeting, the power of God was going to come down. It's going to fill everywhere. Everywhere was going to be full of God's glory. And I kept saying it. I kept saying it. I kept saying it. And on the day of the meeting, of course, the power of God came down, touched people. People fell under the anointing. The glory of God was everywhere. One of the sisters came out and said, Pastor Philip, it happened just as you said. I said, no, it happened because I said. The Bible said, Jesus, when they went to check him in the tomb, the angel said, he is not here. He is risen as he said. He rose because he said it. prosperous because I said it. I'm healthy because I said it. Don't wait. Say it. Speak it out loud. When you begin to say it, everything will begin to function in your life to see it come to pass. The reason why some of us are not successful is that we are sneaking into destiny. You, you blast into destiny. Don't sneak into destiny. You blast your way to it. You are too silent to be successful. Nobody even knows what you're doing. And you are sneaking. So that when it fails, you can sneak back. And nobody will know that you moved. That's why you're not successful. If you burnt your bridges, if you told everyone you were going, you'll be forced to stay there and persist till it succeeds. You're too lily livered because nobody knew you were even there. You start a business, you fail. Nobody knew. When I was leaving my church to start this, I shouted about it. I made a noise about it. I said, I'm going. I'm starting a church in the city of Abuja. We're not going to start in the, in, the, in, the, in the corners of the city. We're going to the central area. I shouted and made noise about it. In those days, one of the most popular you know, venues or event centers used to be Glory Dome. I'm sorry, this day. Don't even know this day dome. This day dome. This was very popular because Kosa used to use this day dome. I'm beginning, I'm beginning to hide that place. I think you should just buy it once and for all. You know. So, 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 so I said, I said, I said, we are going to start a church uh, in Rosebud, Rosebud Hotel, opposite this day dome, opposite this everywhere, opposite this day dome, this day dome, this day everywhere, this day dome, this day dome. I was loud about it. You think I, I didn't? You think I didn't have opportunities to have come back? You think I didn't have reasons to have failed? Trust me, if I sneak to start this, I would have stopped since. since. This is why I stayed long like this. It's because I told everyone I was starting. And I know there are people who are waiting. They are waiting. Anybody do that is smart. You see, crab does not have eyelids. His eyes open like this. May the Lord give you understanding. Amen. If you say it out, you stay there. You are failing very easily because nobody knew. You start a business, nobody knows. You started something. So it was not only me that left after me. There's one guy that left me. And I told him, I said, but you have to leave with the blast. You never, you never see a rocket launch. Have you ever seen a silent rocket? <laughs> you never see a rocket without fire in his bum bum? <laughs> you can never see a fire. You can never see a rocket launch. You never, you never see it. 
<laughs> just you have to live with the blast. That's the power of branding. You don't sneak it, you blast your way into people's minds. So I made noise about it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I had the strength to stay on it because I said it. I have had many reasons to turn my back on SLC. I've had reasons to give up. There were days I thought I shouldn't even go on anymore. But when I remember that there are people at the other side of Jordan, <laughs> that was why Israel got to promised land. Every time Moses had to remind God, <laughs> you forgot it. These people, you told them they were going to get to the promised land. Everybody had. If you destroy them here, they will say it's because you could not help them again. Do you hear Moses say that to God many times? Several times. Because God, Bible says they, they, they say the Lord has gone ahead of us with a noise. Don't you are too silent to be successful. Say that. You've heard me say this church. Now in the next 10 years, out of every 10 most promising young man in Nigeria, SLC members will be two out of them. Two. Ten most promising, most vibrant, most excelling, successful young Christian in Nigeria. Two. SLC. I've said it this year. That this year, 31st of December, I will count 50 millionaires in, in, in SLC. At least. It is now you want to say, well, pastor, you should look for another 49 because I'm already one. You know, I said it this year. This year, I've had SLC members give offering to the tune of a million than I've ever had since I started this church. An SLC member gave two point something million. One person. For marriage. Young, single. Two point million. I said, Philip, <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. It's, 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 it's the pride of a father. When your children are doing well. You think, I'm, you think I'm happy that I have to send money to do send money? No. Even if I have to, even if I have, listen to me, even if I have to send, I'm not happy that people are begging me for money. I want people to succeed. That's my joy. When a member sends, Pastor, uh, I just sent the seed of a millionaire, you know, so, someone sent a seed, that's a Pastor, he said, I just sent that seed, you know, I don't know if you needed anything, just, just, let just, you know, just, I don't, I don't know, I said, what, what's this for saying? I don't really know. Let's, let's just, anything. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. When I used to tell Butch, Butch would do t-shirt for me. Nice t-shirt. Maybe 6K, 7K. I said, Butch, Butch said, no, no, Pastor. I said, I said, Butch, let me pay this 6K. I said, I'll stitch up your money. Leave this 6K for me now. You are going to put me on billboards across the nation. I'm saying it. I've said that I'm going to be choosing SLC's private jet. Pastor, you, you flew uh, Brother Susan Susan last year. It's my turn now. Say amen, no. Yeah. I'm saying it loud. Yeah. You will remember that I said it. Yeah. When it comes to pass, you will say, ah, it happened just as he said it. Speak out. Speak out. Something tell you, you will die. <laughs> God forbid is not a scripture against Satan. God forbid is not a scripture against that. God forbid. This is to me. God forbid. God forbid is not a scripture in your mouth against it. And you have to look for a word. And you don't combat thoughts with thoughts. You combat thoughts with words. Those things you call thoughts in your mind are projected words from the kingdom of darkness. Somebody's telling you that thing. You will not make it. Somebody's telling you. You need to answer. Speak out loud. 
Number three, speak what you want to see. Bible says, for God calls things that be not as though they were. They are not, but God calls them as though they are. Stop saying the things you don't want to see. Say the things you want to see. Joshua chapter 3 verse 10, help me do more. Quickly, what does it say? Look at, look at that scripture. Look at that, I love that. Thank you, media. Go back. Go back. Go back. Sorry, media, media give us that scripture now. See that scripture, write it down. Psalms 47 verse 5. It says God has gone up with a what? Shout. With a shout. You don't have a silent God. You don't have a silent God. You have to silent. He says the Lord with the sound of the trumpet. Everybody knows. Alright, so let's go back. Joel. Beat, Beat your, your closures yes. into swords yes. and your pruning hooks into spears. Yes. Let the weak say, Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak not say, I am not weak. Not, I am not weak. I am not weak. I am not weak. No. I am strong. I am strong. Let me give you one more scripture quickly. Job 22, verse 29. Job 22, 29. Quickly. The time is gone. When men are cast down, when men are cast down, then thou shalt say, thou should say, there is lifting up. So the Bible says, men are cast down, but you say, you see that, you don't just assume that you'll be lifted up. You don't just presume that you'll be lifted up. What do you do? You say it. I am lifted up. Things are things are not working. Things are working for me. Things are hard. Things are soft for me. Stop using sakpa to catch crews. Stop writing nonsense on your status. Stop going rubbish. Say, Pastor, you know, we're just catching crews. Do you know the devil? You think the devil left hellfire to come and be catching crews here? You have a real enemy, and it's a very legalistic enemy. You say, Pastor, that's not what I meant. But that was what you said. That was what you said. Say the things that you mean. You never catch me say those kind of stuff. Never. Not even for cruise. You say, it tickled me to death. <laughs> life, life won't keep me dying. <laughs> Why is the enemy so easy to use death as, as cruise? Why is that... Everything, everything has to do around. Have you noticed that? That every joke and everything that must sound to the extreme, you want to just say, How much is a stream? Oh my, I won't die. I don't die. It just everything has to be dead. Why? That girl fine die. Why? Because death and life. And the power, and that's why we have a ravaging of cancer in our generation. There's so much death being spoken everywhere. Die, 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 everywhere. You have a real enemy, and it's not here to joke. It's not here to cash crews. And it's written your status. Number four, speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Praying is good, but don't pray about a mountain that God has given you authority to speak to. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. You have prayed about it long enough. It's now time to speak to it. God said to Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 37, he says, can these bones live again? He said, you know, he says, speak to it. Oh, bones. 
all bones. Hear the voice of the Lord. Speak to the mountain. Stop talking about it. Talk to it. Spend all our life talking about our problems when we're talking to it. Talking about our challenges, talking about our situations, talking about our health. When you should be talking to it. I don't care who laughs at you. You talk to it. I told you the story before. I'll say it again. My father died of diabetes at age 57. Medical autopsy, whatever they call the stuff there. And about six, seven years ago, I noticed that sugar ants were already guarding in my toilet. Sugar ants were guarding in my toilet at home. My wife is a witness to this. In my toilet in the office. Sugar ants in the garden. When you see, when you see sugar ants in your toilet, it means there's someone whose urine is sugary. That's what it means. So there's sugar ants in my toilet at home. There's sugar ants in my toilet in the office. Because in the mouth of two toilets, the world is established. You see that? It's powerful. It's powerful. The mouth of two toilets. It's powerful. You see fear. You, you see fear creeping on your heart. You see that evil fear creeping. You are going to die. This is the end of it. You better just sort out whatever you can sort out. Get ready. <laughs> You're not getting out of this. I was sitting in the office one day, my friend came out of the toilet. He said, hey, you guys, you guys go check yourself. There's sugar hands in the toilet. This has been around for like four weeks. Whoever has this problem, if you check your toilet at home, there'll be sugar hands there too. So I said, that's you. That must be you. I got up from my chair and went straight into the toilet. And I spoke to the ants. Oh, ants. Hear the voice of the Lord. Be scattered. Never to gather again. Went to my off my house toilets. Spoke to the ants. Oh, ants. Hear the voice. You see, these are creatures that were made by words. The Bible says he made them. And without words was nothing made. He called out these things from the atmosphere. So they respond to the source of their creation. I spoke to the ants. It's been six years now. I never checked. They never came back. Six years I spoke. Jesus spoke to the wind. You see, Jesus did not speak to God about the wind. Jesus rebuked the storm. He didn't speak to God about it. A deaf boy was brought to him. This deaf boy can't even hear. And Jesus put his hands in his ear and said, meaning be open. I said, God, you spoke to the deaf. The deaf can't hear. He said, yes, but the spirit of deafness is not deaf. The spirit of deafness can hear. Your finance can hear. Your liver can hear. Your heart can hear. Speak to the mountain. Speak out and speak to the mountain. Speak to your body. Speak to your health. Speak. Oh, let me show you scripture. Give me this scripture. 4 Samuel chapter 17, verse 3. We're going to read through this together. 4 Samuel 17. Okay? 4 Samuel 17. I'm going to, I'm going to start this. Let me, let me read it from here. Do more. So I don't, because of my time. My time. Ah. <laughs> uh, something's wrong with that time. I'm not sure it's correct. Honestly. I'm telling you, something's wrong. Media, let me check the time. I think something's wrong. How can it be 43 seconds now? 
I should speak to it. Okay. 1 Samuel 17. Follow me because of my time. I would just rush through it. I would have asked Dumont to read it through, but I can't because of my time. 1 Samuel 17. The Bible says verse 3. 1 Samuel 17. Media, follow me. I'll be jumping. Just follow me. 17 verse, the Bible says, And the Philistines stood on the mountain on one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, and there was a valley in between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of Philistines, whose name was Goliath of Gath, whose height was about six cubits and a span. Verse 8. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, why are ye come out to set your battle in Ari? Am I not a Philistine? And ye servants of Saul, choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. If he's able to fight with me and to kill me, then I'll be your servants. But if I kill him, then you will serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Israel and all Israel, when Saul and all Israel did what? When they heard this, what happened to them? They were dismayed and greatly because fear comes by hearing. Fear. Faith comes by hearing and so does fear. If you keep exposing yourself to constant words, negative words about the employment in Nigeria, negative words about financing system, negative words about the... It's going to cause fear in your heart. If you, hear, if you keep planting seeds, you're going to have the fruit. The Bible says he kept saying it. 40 days, 40 days, Goliath every morning will come down and begin to curse Israel. And for 40 days, nobody, nobody was able to withstand him. Verse 23. And as he talked to them, behold, there came up the chapter of the Philistines of Gans, Goliath, by name of the armies of Israel, and spake according to the same words. And David heard. So David has come. David heard. When David heard Goliath, and all the men, verse 24, of Israel, when they heard, they fled and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel, is he come up? Ah, have you seen this man? Have you seen this mountain? He's, all, he's going to kill us. And they kept talking about what they should talk to. And so for 40 days, 40 solid days, nobody at the gods to stand up to Goliath. How long has that Goliath been cursing at your family? How long? For 40 years, maybe untimely death, disease, sickness, generational illness, curses, going around the same circle. There's a giant in your family constantly speaking and nobody, absolutely no one has had the gods to speak back to that giant. But David was different. Look at what David said. Let's rush. Because of my time. Verse 32. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. Verse 33. And Saul said to David, You are not able to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Verse 36. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine. You see that? He undermined that man. This, this guy doesn't have a covenant with God. He's uncircumcised. He didn't even talk about his height. He didn't talk about his armor. He said, this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. One of 
the lion and the bear have killed in the past. Seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. Verse 43. Verse 42. <laughs> Verse 41. <laughs> and the Philistine came on and drew near David. And the man that bare the shield went before him. You see, the man was so big, he had someone else carrying the shield for him. Bible says he came. And when the Philistine saw David, he disdained him. For he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog? You see, the devil talks. The devil talks. The de Mark, Mark 11. Mark 11. Come on. Let me quickly show you this. Put your fingers on that. Mark 11. You see? Verse 14. No, verse 13. Mark 11, verse 13. Look about Mark 11. A fig tree seen a fig tree far off. Having leaves. He came. Yes. Happily, he might find anything. Thorough. Happily, that he might find something. Yes. When he came to it, he found nothing. He but found nothing leaves, but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. Yes. And Jesus answered and said. And Jesus answered. Listen. <laughs> Jesus answered the tree. How do you answer something that has not been spoken to you? That tree said, "You will not eat anything here." Some of you enter an office, and the office is talking to you. You enter an industry and the industry is talking to you. You will not get anything here. You'll be frustrated from this office. You wake up in the morning and your back is talking to you. I am going to kill you. Your heart is talking to you. You wake up in Jesus answered. Nobody heard the tree talking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like nobody heard your account talking to you now. Yes, nobody heard it. Nobody heard your job. You walk, you started a business, and the business is talking to you. You will not make it. You are a failure. It's talking to you. Jesus answered. So the devil talks. The devil talks back. Look at what the Bible says. Go back to 4 Samuel. The, the giant said to him, what did he say? Verse 43, Abby. Am I a dog? Can you all hear me? Yes, sir. Am I a dog? 
that thou comest to me with staves. And the Philistine caused David. Why did he start with a curse? The purpose of words is to either strengthen or to weaken you. He cursed in the name of his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh and unto the fowls of the air and, on, and unto the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistines, I love David. He's not a lily liver, timid believer. He's not that kind of believer. That's it, eh? You know what? Eh, let's just be going. Let's see what God will do. Let's see how God will help us. God knows best. Our, our future, anything that God says is, is God's will. Whether we win, whether we lose, is what God, everything, to, to God be the glory. That's not the kind of believer that David is. The Bible says, David said back. Look at what David said, verse 44, verse 45. Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. You see, it's the battle of the gods. The Philistine cursed him in the name of his God. David came back in the name of his own God. He says, in the name of the Lord of hosts, whom thou was defied. Verse 46. This day, Kalabakataya, this day, with the Lord delivered into my hands. Not tomorrow. Faith is now. Shalakuta. This day. I'm not coming back to this tomorrow. I'm not dealing with this with my children. I am sorting this out. Now. He says. This day. The Lord delivered my hands. And I'll do what? I'll smite and I'll do what? Answer me church. Take thine head from thee, and I will do what? Yes, unto the fowls of the air, the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth. Is it David spoke out loud that all the earth may know that there's a Lord God in Israel? I'm going to do this. When he was saying that, he had no sword in his hands. All was in his hands. Stone. Where will he see sword? Do you use stone to cut off the head of Goliath? So, where will David see stone? Sometimes when we speak, we speak beyond our potentials. Currently, we don't even look like we are able to do what we are saying we are going to do. We are not armed for it. We are not connected for it. We are not funded for it. We don't know anybody for it. We don't have the money for it. We don't have the, but we know the God for it. We don't speak because we have capacity. We speak to have capacity. How long are you going to keep quiet about that giant in your family? Some of you are here, you're looking. What destroyed your father's life is already in your life. It's already, it's already in your life and you are sitting down looking at it. Your timely death ravaging your home is already in your house and there's nobody in your family that has the guts you look around, none of your siblings are married. None of your siblings have children. Those that are married are back in your parents' home. And you are looking. You are not speaking. You are not answering back. David spoke. 
I told this story before. My father died at age 57. 57 years old. His elder brother died at 46. His younger brother was 44. Was, was three years younger than him. 54 in those days. And everyone was dying. And the fear of death took my father out to Benin Republic to look for demons. And he brought in demons into our house. And because of that, they were able to prolong his life for some years. My father wrote on the ground of our compound that he would have died in 1988. He wrote it down. He, he did a cement and wrote it there. And he would tell us the story over and over. That my children, this is the year I should have died. Because they told him he was going to die. And he saw people dying around. Nobody lived old in our family. That giant was there. I was 17 years old like a David. When I stood up in my room and I spoke back to that giant. 17 years old. The Lord has shown me the giant. I came out 1 a.m. in the morning. 17 years old. My father had died already. But I got him baptized with the Holy Ghost. And there's no such thing as a young Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost. He's the ancient of days. I came out 1 a.m. I was speaking into the air. And the demon answered me. I heard him. Clearly, not a dream, not a vision. Clearly. He spoke back in a language I didn't understand. But I knew was causing me. Every strand of air in my body rose up. I knew. Kai, something said you better run back. How old are you? These are the demons that killed your forefathers. These are the demons that killed your parents. How old are you? Something says stay back. Stand. I haven't done all to stand. Stand there up. How? Shod yourself with the armor. Do you know that there is no protection for your back? The armor of a believer, emblem of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, sword of the spirit, shoes of salvation, preaching the gospel, and the shield of faith. If you turn your back, you are vulnerable. You don't run away from the battle. So I stood there that night. I spoke back to it. Take your filthy hands of my family. Take your dirty hands of my family. Take your dirty hands of my family. The next morning, there was a bird, a strange-looking bird, bodily dead in front of our gate. I stood there over it, just like David stood over the head of Goliath. Cut the head of Goliath with glass sword. I used one stick to push the bird. I pushed it to the, to the express, and I stayed back. I wanted to be seeing people's expression. Some people will come, they will cross to the other side. When they see the bird, horrible looking bird, he's 20 years now. The only person that died in my family in the past 20 years was living over 70. 20 years now. Because a 17 year old boy had the guts to speak back to that giant that's been speaking about my family. My younger sister already died. My younger sister already died. The eldest brother already died. The, the next one was already miserably sick. But that was over. That was over. Why? I got up. Bow down your heads. You will pray in tongues now. 
You see, when I started saying this thing, Satan didn't want to hear. That's why they took the light. You will pray now. Every giant in my home, every giant in my family, everything that's standing between us and our destiny, that has held my home back, no family is working, nobody's marriage is working. Nobody's marriage is working. You can't be quiet. You cannot be quiet. Esusunoto. Shalikibaki. Ekiflinakwa squatekwa. Shaniatulikibata. Pray. Pray. limitation broken elo rosus initibalikta ya shendandam bramba kokotea keruku filininia pray every grip poverty generational poverty generational limitation that giant spoke for 40 days. Today is the day to answer back. Today is the day to answer back. Satan, talk back to that devil. Talk back, talk back. Child of God, talk back. Shate kosa, ekwa kwa Speak back. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Me and my family. We are for signs and wonders. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And bam 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 bam. And raga ba 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 ta la ba ta. And bam bam. Talk back. Talk back. Untimely deaths, premature deaths, near success syndrome, going around in circles, stagnation. Oh, yeah, 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 Talk back! Talk back! Talk back! It's the battle of the gods! It's the battle of the gods! It's the battle of the gods! Enough is enough! Enough is enough! I'm not handing battles to my children! I'm handing mantles to my children! Pray! 
on the root of the tree I see a vision every tree that my heavenly father has not planted oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah tigbongbo tigbongbo you are uprooted now uprooted that spirit of fear that spirit of fear oh yeah whoosh whoosh Every giant staring at you. Talk back. Talk back. Talk back. 
Jesus precious name sit down talk back talk back for 40 days for 40 years 20 years this same talent has been ravaging your home talk back at that devil Sustain. My time is gone. Jesus answered the tree. Nobody knew the tree was talking. Nobody knew the tree was talking. Why are you getting from one relationship to the other? From one relationship to the other? You are very close to getting that business deal signed, but then it gets ripped off. It has happened the first time, the second time, the third, Abba, Abba. Talk back. They are calling people. When it is your turn, it will finish. Ah, talk back to that nonsense. They did for everyone. Except you. It happened for everyone. Except you. Everyone did it. Everyone got it. Except you. Talk back to that rubbish. Talk back. Hello, Kuba. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus answered the tree. Jesus answered. Yep, that lady. Jesus answered the tree. Jesus answered the tree. Jesus is not lily livered. Jesus is not lily livered. Jesus answered the tree. Answer that devil. You have been married, no, no baby. Answer that devil. Kalasulia. Kerash. Answer it. Deliverance on Mount Zion. And my people shall possess their possession. It's due, it's due. That miracle is due. That breakthrough is due, it's due. You have waited too long. Ashalabade,
Talk back. 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 Fellera sote abaya. Shela bataya. Talk back. Talk back. Talk back. Fire. Fire. of lack, enough of stagnation, enough making mistakes over and over, making mistakes with money, making mistakes with relationship, making mistakes over.
the axe is laid at the root of the tree. Every tree that my heavenly father has not planted is rooted out. There will be no repetition, says the Lord. Talk back. Jesus answered the tree. Your business is not selling. Talk now. Ah. Talk. All the plans you have, nothing usually works. Talk. Come, Mirabel. That lady, they come. The heart of the Lord is on that lady. Ezule balalikats, embrotolosi etelelibat, ekabaradiata. Fire, loose, loose. I am seeing a panther in the spirit with red eyes. I'm seeing a black panther. I'm seeing a lift up your hands. Elakwa Sketa. Reluku Sinakwa. Ayo, Ayo, see power, Lejo. Every stranger. Hiding, hiding, is in a super brother. Fire! I'm seeing a black panther. I'm seeing a black panther. I'm seeing a black panther. He has red eyes. Radesh. Mambrokosi. Erabataya. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Oya, 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 oya. Holy Ghost. Move, 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 move. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Where's Mirabel? Where's Mirabel? Holy Ghost. Move. Where's Mirabel? Resobrate. Is that her? Help that lady. Help that lady there. Mirabel. 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 Mabrate. Solakabataya. Where's Mirabel? She's here. She's here. Where's she? That yoke is broken. That lady, we brace, bring her. She's gone. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. Oh yeah. Oh, broken. You are free now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The battle is over. The battle. Fire. Alpha. The battle is over. The battle is over. 
The battle is over. The battle is over. of God to touch when I shout one, two, three you shout glory you shout glory with all your power and you begin to talk back talk back to that devil talk back to that giant father in the name of Jesus Today I invoke the fire of the Holy Ghost. Right now, from the left of this auditorium to the right, every stranger, every planting of the devil, every walkies of Satan, every giant, enough is enough. One, two, three. Talk back, talk back, talk back. Talk back! Talk back! Shh! Talk back! Talk back! Jesus precious name there's someone here there's a prophecy that came out that you may not have children there's a prophecy that came out there's a, pro a word was spoken I don't know if it's a curse or a word was spoken that you may not have children can remember now, now. If you have forgotten, I command you to supernaturally remember now. Now, I want to pray for you. Now, I want to revoke that thing now. A word was spoken, a pronouncement was made 
that you may never have children. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you now. Come out. Come out. If it's you, come out. Come out. A word was spoken. You will not have children of your own. A word was spoken. You will not have children of your own. word was spoken you may not have children of your own he says say to Simon Reuben he says shall be mighty and men shall not be small bring her out bring her out You will not have children of your own. That's what they said. Lift your hands. Kobres kitalabaha. Peradash. Membro kota. I go now to the past and I revoke every word. I revoke every statement. Every pronouncement made over you against your fertility, against your marriage, against your future. And today, where's Pastor Fumi? Today, I declare you right now. Put your hands on her belly. Efro Supra Teniktash. Fire. Your womb will bear. Children of your own. You will not be barren. In the name of Jesus. Pastor Fumi, please come. Every pronouncement spoken against you, against your fertility. Right now, I stand as a prophet of God. Now, I, I revoke it. I revoke it. Now, you will be joyful mother of children. In the name of Jesus. My bros ketash. Eremotos kifliata. Fire. Your womb is open. Your body will bear children. You are declared fruitful. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Father. Lift those hands and worship. For listening to this message, 
Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church. 